Welcome to Fintech's DEI Discussions podcast series. This is the Women of Fintech chapter and we are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today we are joined by Barbara Sessa, Senior Vice President, Digital Consumer Products Europe at MasterCard. She is here to share how she walks the talk for inclusion in our sector and what more she wants done. Barbara, welcome. I'm super happy to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to you, Nadia, for inviting me. It is a big pleasure. Great. I'm so happy to have you here. So please tell us a bit more about your role and what it really means to be Senior Vice President Digital Consumer Products for Europe at MasterCard. Okay, what it means? I am in charge of a group of product managers. So our role right, is to anticipate the need of a consumer when you think to the payment. Today, consumers are embedded in a digital ecosystem. Everything is at our fingerprint, right? And so what the consumer wants, we need to understand what they want when they pay, when they think to the payment experiences. And what they want is the immediacy, the convenience, the security. So how to fulfill those needs? This is my role and the role of my team. We want to make every payment secure, right? Because we talk about money, so it's important. We want to make smart every payment, right? And convenience, easy to do. This is in a nutshell my role. And it's super fascinating and I'm so excited to hear more about it because I know that you do a lot of work within the business around the inclusion mission. And actually the business sees it as one of the strategic pillars, which I think is super exciting. Yes, I do, because I really think that we need more diversity in general in the society, right? But when I think to the payment industry, my engagement is to uh, improve and to increase the number of women in this sector. First of all, I want to say to everyone that payment is a so exciting environment today, right? There are so many innovations. So people should be interested in this sector. And um, me, of course, and my company, this is very important to remember, Mastercard has right the diversity at the heart of the strategy. For us, this is important from a social point of view, right? from a product point of view and from an equity point of view. So I really think that altogether we should think to a society that it's more inclusive and diverse. And I really have enjoyed seeing so many different products come out of MasterCard that are so forward thinking and looking to support people from all walks of life. And I know this reflects your work for gender equality across the entire ecosystem. I've seen you put forward for numerous awards for, for the work that you do and congratulations for all of that. But you're so active globally for gender equality. What really drives you in that mission? I Again, I try, I try to, right, to change, I try to push the, the idea that the diversity and inclusion is something good for the ecosystem, right? From a social, again, from a social point of view, but from an economic point of view, women represent 52% of the population, right? So we should think in a different way when we uh, have an idea about a product, we should ask to ourselves, this product serve all the segment that we want to reach, and in particular, so women, 
again, and because for the companies it's important from an economic point of view, and for the government it's important from a social point of view, right? Women are a part of the economic ecosystem, and so they get, they earn money, they spend money, so it is important to serve again this segment. And to me, I want to, this message is very important. This message is important also for men. Men are not allies, men are stakeholders of this fight. Because be a lie seems right, okay, I can participate, yes, I support this cause. I don't want you to support this cause. You are a stakeholder of this cause. Because if you have more women, an important role, if me, women are part of this ecosystem, it's important also for the men. So we have to change this way. We have to start to think to the men as a stakeholder, not as a lie. That is super powerful. And look, it's no wonder that you're a voice for DEI at MasterCard. I know you have a golden rule. Tell us about that golden rule that you have. My my golden rule is that every time someone asks to me, oh, I have an open position. Do you have someone in mind? I have always in my pocket a list of five women. This is because I'm tired to hear there are no women in the tech, there are well-known women in the financial industry, there are women out there, right? We need to spread more opportunity. It's not a question to have a voice. I also be tired by someone saying, we should give a, a women a voice. We have a voice. We should give women opportunity. This is what makes the differences. And this is, to me, the concept of sisterhood. Sisterhood means spread the opportunity. I'm not telling to someone to hire a woman. This is not the case. And even in MasterCard, right? This is not the way we operate. We should always select the best candidate. This is the golden rule. But the second golden rule is that in the short list, we should have the same number of women and men to provide to everyone the opportunity. In life, we you. There is always question of opportunity, and then you leave to the women the opportunity to grab, right, what you are offering to them. Super powerful and, and really important advice for people <clears throat> if they're hiring, that those shortlists need to be gender balanced. We need to have that visibility. And the opportunity is there once we have that balance, but the moment we don't often have it and we have to work harder to have it and coming from the recruitment sector I absolutely assure you that we can get those balances we just need to change the system of recruitment sometimes to allow for that visibility so I'm so glad you brought that in because um, I wanted to move on to some of the myths that we must avoid and you've said one that's the probably the biggest one people almost feel comfortable to say oh I would have loved to have hired a woman they're just not out there and this is a myth that as so many people accept and we've got to shake this off. What other myths did you see out there that we need to avoid? Oh, women don't, doesn't like, don't like technology. <laughs> this is not true, right? We embrace technology. We use technology. This is another myth. Our, um, women are not ambitious, right? This is also not true. Again, it's always a question of um, opportunity. If I don't have opportunity, I cannot show you that I'm ambitious. Right. So back to your point of recruiter, this is very important. We should change the way we recruit, the way we describe a job to be more inclusive. And I know that this work has started in so many companies. Right? And so th this is important. The message that we spread out 
is important. So how we select people depends on how we write our job description, right? How uh, we offer and we work around our unconscious bias. We all have unconscious bias, right? This is part of our background. The point is not to have unconscious bias, but to be aware, right? And to work with, to work around. So first meet, there are women around. So I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Second, we love technology. We are able to be in tech, <laughs> to be CTO and role like that. So this has to be continued. It's a question also, repeat the message. Latin say, ripetuta juvent. So you need <laughs> to repeat and to continue to repeat and to act in alignment, right? To walk the talk in a certain way. So I try to do that. And there's so many women also around try to do that. I completely agree. And this repetition of the message is everything that these podcasts are about because it's bringing so many different perspectives. But the message is that women are here. People from diverse backgrounds are here. Social mobility is something that is true and real and will benefit the entire system. It's super, super important that we hear stories like this. And I think we've come far, but there's still a long way to go. We were talking before about pipeline and how it affects the middle tier of the industry. I wanted to hear your comments on that. Again, a big, okay, it is a very important point that we are rising, right? Because we should all things to the pipeline. It's as one you want to sell, right? You want to sell five contracts, to sign five contracts in the pipeline, most probably you have to have, right, 25 or 30 million to sell five contracts. This is a low. So the conversion rate is that. So if you want to have women, in the important position, you should cultivate a good pipeline, right? And in different sector, you should work to have this pipeline. And it's also a question of education. In the tech industry, for instance, we should push young generation and young women to go into, right, system of school that prepare them for this kind of job. So the question of pipeline is something that to me, Every leader, every manager has to have in mind, right? And we can work also within our company to prepare new generation, uh, to prepare them to, right, apply for different jobs. So this, again, is a work that has to be done by DHR, by each manager, by the school, by, by the entire ecosystem to prepare and to have a good pipeline to be sure that you have women in the right position. Absolutely. And I think so much of this podcast has been really action focused, not just talking about it, but let's make this change happen. And I really believe that we all have a role to play. And, you know, I really have loved how you said men shouldn't see themselves as allies. They are stakeholders in this change. That is so powerful. And one of the reasons that I love doing these pods is that everybody that listens, I want them to feel that they now can be active and they can exactly. go and drive change. So what advice would you give to those people listening and what would you like them to do more to really push forward genuine workplace inclusion? Yeah, first of all, I want to people that they realize that there is a still a problem, right? I see around me, even if we have done so many right things, I see a sort of gender fatigue, right? And I would like to talk about to you about this and make people aware that 
even if, again, we have done so far so many things, we have still so many things to do. So I would like that each person that listens to this podcast, men or women, understand that everyone can do something to change, right? Everyone can support another women, men, again, or women, no matter who you are. I think that we have to be engaged because not to be engaged, right, it's not good. You cannot say this is not my problem. It will be a problem again. It's an economic problem. It's a social problem. It's a problem for everyone. Because if you are a man and you think that it's not your problem, you are probably, you have probably a wife. You have probably a sister. You have probably someone in your family. So it's your problem too. And for a woman, you have probably right a friend that is in that situation. So no one can say the gender equality is not my topic. I would like just to pass this message. And no matter which step you do, small or big, every action count to have a more inclusive society. Absolutely. And what an empowering podcast. Barbara, I have loved talking to you. And I think just the way that you explain everything really draws everybody in. And that is what this is about. So thank you for joining me on Fintech's DEI discussions. Let's listen, let's learn, let's walk the talk. Thank you so much.